I'm trying to. It's weird because I know that we record the banter. First of all, that's a British. I want to let you know I didn't start saying the word banter until I started watching British TV, and I think that's a problem. But um, no banter is known throughout. Yeah, the but world. the Brits say it a lot. Yeah, banter. Banter. Yeah. You know, a little little banter back and forth. You know. Yes. But now that I know that we record a little bit of the banter, I'm trying to like. Oh, now not you, be weird. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Like, it's fine. It's just... And we don't need to do a whole lot of that. Yeah, no, I understand. Know, but, you know, it's, it's just spontaneous. Yeah, it's cool. You know. Yeah, but now, see, you're overthinking it. I really am overthinking <laughs> it. You're right. Like, you're right. No Let's one, just, we just got to start the podcast, okay? Now I got to remember to banter. <laughs> is that what it is? What do I do in the banter section? No, I just want to make that funny. You know, I just want that to be funny. That's always the first thing you hear. And it's always like, what? What is he talking about right now? That that story of my life, really. Yeah. Well, I don't know how you do that. I mean, you know, you can improv. Now I feel like you're thinking about it because <laughs> <laughs> you were like, well, I don't know, like, no, whatever. Okay, here we go, guys. We're starting the podcast now. We have now. To, now we have to improv our banter. Right. It's just but scripted. That's weird. That's hard. It to doesn't do. have to be scripted. This is really stressful. You know, you you prone to spilling things. But that's beside the point. Well, guys, here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> here we are yet again, another episode. Hey, you know what I'm going to say. We back at it like a crack <laughs> addict, okay? Episode five? Um, yeah, I think five or six. I don't think that No, really it's matters. six. Is it really six? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. But we're we back, guys. We don't want to date ourselves. But. Exactly. Yeah. So don't worry about what episode number it is. Just listen to the episode. Okay? Welcome to Boomer and the Millennial. I'm Reggie the Boomer. And I'm Armani the Millennial. And we back at it like a crack at it. <laughs> Once again. So That is not our tagline. But you've made it so. Yeah. I don't know why you keep denying But, but when you get all of the mail and like email and... You know, they don't have so, my email. Social media. <laughs> social media. Say. Listen, I don't care, man. We back at it like a crack addict. So here we are. Yeah. Thank you uh, once again, Dangerfield newbies. Yeah. Shout out to them, you know, for hooking us up with our intro music. Go check them out. Their music is dope. Dangerfield yes. newbies. Yes. I love that name, by the way. Yeah. Check them out. And we got a lot coming up on this podcast. We hope that you stay with us. You know, we do these things. We try to do them every other week, every two weeks. And it's just Keeping up with what's going on in this country has been really, really a little difficult. But Armandi's got some things on his plate, including relationships. We could talk about. Do you, are you are you ready to talk about that, the relationship thing? He broke up with his girlfriend, and I don't know. Why you got to throw my business out there <laughs> like sorry. that? Well, we may not be willing to talk about it. You can always we'll edit see. it out. Not only that, we'll, um, we'll just. I mean, yeah. we'll talk about it. Not only that, I think um, a lot of people are thinking about cancer and cancer awareness. Of course, with the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Boseman. Yeah. But also, this is Prostate Cancer Month. And for those of you who don't know, I am a prostate cancer survivor and also have been working on a prostate cancer documentary for a number of years. And we're going to share a little bit of that with you in a segment coming up. So stay tuned for that. And of course, we've got sports and we've got entertainment and a lot of other things for you. So we want you to hang around. And okay, I'm trying to speed it up, man. But like, why do you have to say everything we're talking about in the beginning? Because that's what they say you do. You don't have to do that. But Just... that's what the podcast one-on-one says. To okay, do. well, do have they been making millions of dollars from making podcasts? No. But they... All right, then. So I don't understand why. <laughs> like, what does that mean? None we... of the podcasts I listen to do that. So We haven't been making millions of dollars. But, but again, they have they written a book on podcasts. I okay. stand. Okay. I stand Whatever. Correct. So anyway. I just want to let you know that. 
Yeah. You got it. I'll I'll follow your level of expertise. This is your this is your thing. I'm just I'm just here for the the entertainment. I'm just here to no 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 no. You yeah. I'm, we we want your I'm, no no no. I, I want your I want your millennial perspective on everything. Millennial perspective definitely as we talk about what's happening with social justice in this country, which has become a major major issue as we head into uh, the election uh, in November. But not only that, I mean, we've been dealing with this for decades. No. And and yet another, oh, here we go again, Kenosha, Wisconsin, and Jacob Blake. For those of you who may not know, you know, Armandi, there was a 60-year-old black man that was killed in Sylvania, Georgia. So here we go with Georgia again. This is like the third yeah, uh, but I mean, killing in the last three months. Are you really surprised? Yeah, I mean, this guy evading the police, ended up in a ditch, was getting out of his car, and he was shot in the head. Oh, wow. Uh, the police officer, I think, now has been charged and arrested uh, down in Sylvania, Georgia, near my hometown of Savannah. Uh, you know. Well, it continues to, it continues to happen. Um, and the issues of defunding the police and, and people not understanding what that means. It doesn't mean not the police not getting funded, but it means rerouting funds to areas like uh, mental health. And a lot of violence happens around domestic disputes. So having somebody there that can kind of de-escalate the situation, I think that's important as we look at this new whole policing, the way local municipalities and and just about everybody do policing. I think that's so important for us to get to that point. So, But again, in order for us to get past this, we've got to have people in the White House and people in government that are willing to look at it and to, to realistically affect change and you know, you got to vote. So we talk about it doing this podcast. Yeah, because that's not happening anytime soon until Trump is out of office. So. Well, you know, you gotta, you've got to vote. And yeah. if you haven't voted, if that you haven't important. registered, register to vote. Yeah. And then if you are registered, early vote. Um, if you're going to do a mail-in ballot, do it now as soon as you can get your application or whatever your state, uh, whatever the guidelines are, do it on the front end so that you can yeah. take care of it and we can move past this. Yeah, and I think it's just safe to say that if you're tired of seeing all of this injustice across the country, I'm not saying, we're not saying that just by voting, it's going to eradicate these these incidents that keep happening and it's going to fix things overnight. No, but it's, it's a part of the process, right? So please go out and yeah. vote. Not only from a boomer perspective, but also a millennial perspective, like go out and vote because it's super important and... Part of the change starts there as well. So every vote counts. Every vote is important. And trust me, you're going to want to get this guy out of here. So, And not only that, I mean, vote uh, in your local elections. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, all, just, you know, yeah. Really pay you know. attention to who's running. Yes, we talked but, about that but we're voting. Time. I mean, everybody is geared up for the big vote. Like, yeah, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I remember when you voted for the first time. Yeah, as do I. And had the little sticker on and you had your little vote. I, vote. See, I, I posted that, I think. I'm sure you did. I can repost it. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sure that was a very proud moment for you as a parent. So, yeah. I mean, think? it was good. It was. It was. I mean, was it, it was a proud moment for me as well because was it wasn't it Obama's it just... was it Obama's second term that I was able to vote, or was yeah. I not able to vote for that? I can't remember. I don't. I don't remember. Might've I know been. I definitely couldn't vote for the first term. No, but you went with us. Yeah. To vote. So, um, you went out of town, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I did go out of town. Went to good old Chattanooga, Tennessee. Well, Chattanooga, Ottawa, Collegedale, that right. area. You know. Now, you went before, 
Oh uh, yeah, I mean I went I went about two or three weeks ago when I got just for a day. Yeah, when I got my tattoos, but yeah, we, we was, mentioned that last episode. Right, right. But it was yeah. kinda like, you know, like the moon, you know, when we were trying to get to the moon, how we, we sent you know, uh the rocket, you know, we sent them to the moon first. They went around the moon, they didn't land, so it was like a test run. And so we sent you up there in the test run. That wasn't okay. Right? And you got like you... a like a tattoo. Like of all the things I got yeah. You're, you're supposed to go up there. Be masked, be social distance. And I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm going to a tattoo parlor. Okay. Well, no, I mean, low key, that was the original reason I was going that week. Oh, that weekend. Nah, okay. Well, yeah, because that was, and shout out to my art, my tattoo artist, Kitty. Again. At Mainline Inc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but she was able to kind of, she had a cancellation, so she was able to get me okay. in there. But yes, so I did go again a week later and stayed for about a week. Yeah. Five or six days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we it was had, fun. And we had protocol in place. Yeah, we, I mean, and that was smart. Yeah, that was we smart left town. <laughs> yeah. So what they what what my parents decided to do was they left before out. I got before I got back to Atlanta, they right. left home and went to Savannah for a bit. Right. And while I was back here by myself, I got tested for COVID. Thankfully, it came back negative. Thankful. Um, or oh, we would have still been in Savannah. You know, third <laughs> third time's the charm. You know, three tests, three <laughs> negatives. Then eventually they came back. And here we are. Yeah. And that was the, the whole deal. Yeah. But it was really fun. I got to see my friends, which I think, you know, right now I really needed. And I also, Zach and I got to shoot a music video. So shout out to Zach and Borkhouse and Ryan as well. We shot a music video. And yeah. uh, that turned and out pretty well. And what's the, what's the you know, artist? Oof. Uh, the artist's name is St. Kush. All right. St. Kush. Yeah. Shout out to St. Kush. He's a, he's a, he's, he's a rapper. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Uh. Interesting music. Okay. Well. Not. Not necessarily my cup of tea. Um. But you know. All right. Well, that's something you. He did. has an audience. Right. So, <laughs> you know, he has an audience. But I will he say and that his the, mom and no. I'm just right. Right. <laughs> so, but the video turned out good, and um, it was it was cool. It was cool. Well, welcome back, and thank you. you know, we're, thank you. We're we're now it's, back together as a yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be back. So now you're thinking about going back uh, because you have a big day at the end. Oh, of the I month. really don't know. Guys, my oh. birthday's coming up. I'm not really making it a big deal. This um, is 24. 24. Kobe year, RIP. Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. You're a true millennial. You're like on the, you know, you I'm, are a millennial, but you're like there. I'm really on the, you know. No, you're a millennial, but you're last, in, last year of, like your mother's last year. Yeah. Well, I've been and there's there. also conflicting, <laughs> well, there's conflicting. I've been um, anybody your mom's age. So oh, yeah. I want you go down be, that road. Yeah, I'm you better sorry. be careful. Right. Uh, but there's, you know, conflicting dates with like whether i actually am a millennial or the generation after that i don't know i'm gonna stick with the millennial though well i hope so since it's boomer and a millennial yeah yeah <laughs> right that would make a lot more sense um but anyway so, happy happy birth soon to be birthday yeah know. any any other plans i mean you're, yeah, you, I'm know. Not, you know you've I'm always not. been a big birthday person have i really been a, I, yeah. yeah i guess so, so much so that i left from playing east lake you know where they play the players championship I got invited to play golf at East Lake. For those of you who don't golf, they just had the Players Championship. This is where Tiger has played, and the thirty top professionals play at this course. And you don't even have a cart. You know, I'm looking around for the cart, and two guys came out, and they're like our caddies. What? Yes, that's crazy. It was crazy, and I'm like, I have a caddy. I can't believe it. Yeah, and it so, makes you feel like a real professional. Yeah, until until like he gave me, you know, like an iron. And I was like uh, 150 yards away, and then I said, "No, give me the three wood." Right? <laughs> he looked at me like, 
Are you sure, sir? Are you, are you Give sure me you that three wood. You sure you want to do that? Don't undermine me. And then it's like it was easy for him because I like used three clubs. So oh well, yeah, right. But I had to leave. I left. I left after playing nine holes, which I oh. probably should have left anyway because oh, first it was bad. But anyway, because of your birthday. Oh. Yeah, I thank said, you so much for I that. I had to leave. I don't. I, you made which birthday seven, was this? Eight, nine. I don't remember. Oh well, you know. But you I mean, were yeah, because I was a child. Yeah, so I had to leave, and I they mean, and they gave me, you know, they gave me props. You know, you know they, well, they, I'll say this. I'll say this. Birthdays you know. for me are a big deal in the sense of just feeling love from people. That's really what I care about. Like, I never really ask for a whole lot of stuff or anything. It's just kind of like, yo, just like a happy birthday here, or like. Hey, bro. Love you, bro. Like, happy birthday. That type of thing. Like, you know, just let me know that you care. That's really all I care about. But, you know, hey, as I get older and the years and years go by, the less people kind of hit you up on your birthday and everything, you start learning. Just to, it doesn't really matter if everybody tells you happy birthday as long as it's the people that are most important to you. So that's kind of been happening right? as you get older, I think. Right. You know, so shoot the kid. Um, shoot, shoot the kid some money. If you want to, on Cash App, my Cash App is dollar sign Armandi. Like, I don't think you can do that on our break. Can why you? can't I? <laughs> why can I not do that? Come on now, bless me, <laughs> bless me so I can bless somebody else in, in in the future. There you go, like your dad. <laughs> okay, maybe somebody else, but yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So this birthday will be a little different, you know, in a sense. Why you say that? Huh? <laughs> I know what you're. I know what you're trying to. I know what you're trying to segue into. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a little different, especially after last birthday, because last birthday yeah. was. I mean, we don't have to. One. We don't have to go down that road quite yet if you're not ready. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's it been. I, I don't even. I don't know exactly how long it's been. And we're referring to your. Yeah, my breakup. Yeah. With um, my ex girlfriend. Yeah. Well. It, you break up with the girlfriend who's now your ex. Technically. Right, because you yeah. can't break up with your ex. Right. Because that's two true. negatives, and that means you're back together. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. if it's difficult, we it's gonna won't. Be a little, I mean, it's not that. We, it's we, just, can, we, we can talk about it over a subsequent episode. Okay, or, well, then, I mean, what what in, in that regard do you want to talk about? Because it's I, like. Well, is it hard to break up during COVID? I think it's hard to break up in general. Okay. I think it depends. I mean, not really. Look, well, I, well, well, look at it this way. Look at it this way. Okay? okay, you got two options. No, no, no. You have a few options, but say you break up in person, right? Mm-hmm. You get, you know, say the person cries, you're crying, it's tough. You're breaking up for whatever reason, right? In person, mm-hmm. you got to deal with that face on. Right. You know, it's like this person's in front of me. This person's crying. They're upset. There's there's a whole lot going on. With COVID, it's kind of like, oh, it happened over FaceTime, so... But that's still, like, in person. I mean, yeah, you know, because you... Yes, it is. But so, I mean, it's, I mean, it's in also person, different but, but, okay. than in person, Okay. Though. But it's also better than, like, a text. Yeah, or nothing at all. Or nothing. Or nothing, or you just stop talking to the person. <laughs> Which is my so. strategy. <laughs> I mean, hey, if it works, you know? Um, but, oh, yeah. I haven't talked to you in a month. Uh, oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I must have missed something. You know, I don't know. You, know, you just hope that... I just fade from your memory. No, I don't think that's the right way to do it. No, it, it really isn't. But that's the. That's but I mean, the, if it's worked in the past, you know. No, it doesn't work. But okay, that's just well, a guy's way of breaking. Ghosting. We don't. We don't really. Yeah. Well, that we didn't have a term for it then. Yeah. We were well, just like you yeah. Know, hightailing it out. No, I wasn't. I, I don't. I'm not about that. Well, that's good. I'm proud you know. of you for that because you. You know, you do. 
face it and you get yeah. through the emotional phase. And yeah, it's a it's it a it's a daily it's a daily um it's See, a daily thing. I'm still dealing with because it was a serious relationship, and I still I like I still care about my ex. And can we say her name? Is that weird? I don't. Yeah, wanna, you, don't, I don't, you don't have to. Oh uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. And I I am in no way bashing her at all. Like, there's no reason to like. I was the one that ended things, and it wasn't because of her. You kind of hear that whole cliche thing: "It's not you, it's me," but it really was me. And just feeling like, um, I just I don't know. I just wasn't really happy, not necessarily in the relationship, just with myself and other things going on in my life. And uh, I think I just needed some time to focus on me. I think a, a lot of a lot of my life, I've been in relationships. I've been focusing on making other people happy, um, mm-hmm. which there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's, you know, it's good to put others before yourself sometimes, but I think I was doing it so often and that's just what I was used to. That's kind of the type of person that I am. So I was just, I I was getting to the point where I was feeling like, I, I don't know. I just, I needed some time to to focus on me and to just love myself better and learn to be alone and, and be okay with that. Because I hate being alone. I'll be honest. Well, good thing you're here with us. Right. That we ease the pain a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Well, you know. well yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, you guys have been very helpful and and everything. It's just a, it's just a daily thing. It's just a lot of emotion was involved, and I kind of sprang it up out of nowhere, which didn't help, you know. I, I mean, really... it was one of those things where I, you know, I've been kind of having those feelings for a little bit, and... Yeah, been I mean, trying to suppress yeah. them just because you know I wanted to continue to make her happy and and uh, just didn't want there to be any issues. I don't like confrontation in general as a person, so if I can avoid it, I will. You know what I mean? So, but you just get to a point where it's like, can you keep if it's an internal thing and and it keeps weighing on you in the back of your mind and stuff? It's like, how long can you keep that up until you feel like you you really need to do something about it? Yeah, and well, I think for guys, I mean, we all kind of go through that. I think for me in particular, it's it, and for guys, you just don't want to deal with the emotional aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, if you could say, "Hey, we're bra- you know, this is it. I think it's time for us to move on," and she says, "Hey, okay, cool, no problem. Hey, hit me up sometime." It, it is a little. It is easier. That would have been great. Yeah, but it is it, easier. It yeah. doesn't, particularly when it's yeah. you and not her. Yeah, and you've got to. That's you, right. there's a whole lot of emotions that 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 will exactly. come at you. Yeah, and guy, you know, we like to duck and we don't want to confront that yeah. emotion. So and that's the I, thing. I, I've been I trying you for 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 doing that. Thank you. I appreciate because it. in in the long run, it's going to be better. Yeah, it really is because once you know she goes through the the sadness and the anger and all of that, yeah. you know that that whole cycle. Yeah, yeah. At the end of it. She will appreciate the fact that well, you know, that you were honest. Yeah, that you were honest about your feelings because that's that's important. Gu- yeah. I guarantee you. But if you had done it the other way, there will always be disdain. Yeah, you know? I guess for me, like I I try to be cool with my exes, but then it also depends on the situation. I haven't yeah. talked to her in, in a while, so I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know at what point we'll be cool and or oh, cordial, it, and yeah. we'll be able to. You know, like I still yeah. want to be friends with her and everything, so. Hopefully that that'll still happen at some point in time, but you know, taking the time to kind of be apart from each other is super crucial. And who I, knows? You may come back together at some point. It you, may you, be. Never know. you know, you 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 never, you know. never know. You never know. So right now, I'm just kind of just focusing on me. I'm I'm about to start working again soon. Yeah. Hopefully, 
and I'm just going to be busy. It's just, just doing And stuff. that always helps. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, I'm trying not to run from the emotion. I'm trying to confront it. Like, if I feel something or whatever, just, you know, to, to internalize that, to deal with it, understand why I'm feeling like that instead of trying to distract myself the wrong way. But also, at the same time, it's very easy for you to have these thoughts and be sad and stuff. So you you kind of need good things to kind of distract you, not necessarily to take away from you dealing with the pain, but, you know, so you're not focusing on it 24-7. So that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I've, I've trust me, I'm a lot better than I was a month ago, well, you know. Yeah. So it's it takes time. It takes time. But it's still it's still a thing that I'm dealing with, seeing pictures of her and stuff. And, like, if I see her on social media, just kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, it makes it a little bit harder, but you know, it's it's a it's a process. So I'm not rushing it. I'm not trying to rush it, because as a, as a wise man, Gregory Wright once told me, "A watched pot never boils." Gregory Wright. Yeah. Okay. Do Greg. I? Oh, Greg. Yeah. That's Greg's last name. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Your friend. Yeah. Sorry, I put your full government out there, Greg. If you're listening to this, but yeah. Well. Just know that Greg didn't like make that up. You know no, that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, yeah. He did not make that make that saying up. I, I'm sure, but he's he's been telling me that. So, because you know, there's times when I worry, like, at what point am I going to be good? At what point am I no longer going to feel any of this anymore? There's going to be no like. And and, and you know. let me just tell you, mm-hmm. that will happen. I've been on both sides yeah. of this thing, so you think it won't, but it eventually will. Yeah. And that's why I said the way you did it and the way you confronted it and and were honest about your feelings, that will help it yeah. heal better hmm. um, than just ripping the Band-Aid off and, right. and, and taking off. So, right. but, by, you yeah. know, but getting in touch with your emotions. Yeah, and, you know. and, and also, like, I wish her all the best and everything. Like, I want to still see her succeed and, and everything. Like, I still care about her, you know what I mean? And that's that's something that I don't think will ever change. You know, you, no. you spend so much time with the person, you... You know, you start to love a person and, and everything, and it's like those feelings don't just turn off. They don't just go away. I hope that she'll, she's happy, and I hope that she's healing and she's doing all right. You know, at the same time, I can't be too focused on her. You know, I got to focus yeah. on myself as well. And, and, and it's hard because I'm not used to being like that, and a lot of people would say, oh, maybe that's selfish, but, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Like right. you have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of somebody else. Like how it is on an airplane with the thing, yeah, with the oxygen the, mask. Right, right. Well, I'm glad we had this yeah. therapy session. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it didn't you. last very long. That wasn't <laughs> too painful. I thought that, See, like, yeah. you know, and it helps. It's you know, yeah. Right. So that's okay. I mean, do you have any any other advice or anything you want to? I mean, maybe the, well, maybe you the listeners take, are dealing with well, something well, similar. The, the good thing is you didn't take my advice. Well, yes, yeah, <laughs> just to cut yeah. out and cut off, right? And hide it. You know, at least I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, and hide until you know all the crying and everything is over, and you know, then she hates your guts and mm-hmm. you don't talk anymore, and mm-hmm. that's not good. So, I am proud of you for for taking that, and and I, and I'm hoping that as people listen, they understand about relationships and how important it is to confront your. Your, your feelings. Yeah. You know, and I, and I kind of went through, and speaking of confronting feelings, I remember, you know, as we talk about this being um, Prostate Cancer Month, we talked about it at the front of the show. A lot of people are talking about cancer, particularly with uh, Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah, RIP. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, I mean, that was, oh, wow, that came out of and nowhere. What, what type of cancer did he have? Colon, I think, colon cancer. Was it stage three? Stage, stage, stage four. four. Stage, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
goodness. Because he didn't really, he, nobody knew. No, for you four know? years. Being a cancer survivor, I think when you find out, there's a lot of emotions that go through your mind. And one of the things I think a lot of people want to do when they're um, diagnosed is mm-hmm. to help others. I mean, that, yeah. that's one of the, first of all, you want to be, you, you, you want to get healthy again. That's, mm-hmm. that's top of mind. Uh, you, you don't want to die. You know, you want to, you want to live and you want to do whatever you can to, to live. Um, the other thing is that you want other people to live. So right. you just kind of say, what can I do? And that's something that went through my mind, but I was already doing something right. and working on a documentary about a fraternity brother of mine who had prostate cancer only to find out two years into the project that I had prostate right. cancer. And, and what an experience died, yeah, that what, was. Oh, you know, still an experience. But um, my thing was to do a prostate cancer documentary and outreach project, which um, getting closer to completion, it's been really the dedication and just uh, a long journey to kind of get this message out. But I did want to give you guys an opportunity to hear a little bit more about it. Um, And I put together sort of an audio uh, segment, if you will, so you can get a feel for the story. So um, here here it is. Imagine this, a man producing a documentary about his fraternity brother's prostate cancer journey, only to find out along the way that he too has prostate cancer. Yeah, I know it sounds a lot like the Twilight Zone and probably not a whole lot like Rod Sterling, but that actually happened to me. And let me tell you, when you hear these words from your urologist after a biopsy... So we have a confirmation with a second opinion that he definitely has prostate cancer. Now, what we're going to do briefly now is to go over what this shows and what it means. You know, it goes from surreal experience to a very scary one in a matter of minutes. Some would say seconds. But I hope after listening and subscribing to this podcast that a prostate cancer diagnosis, though serious, does not mean a death sentence. I'm Reggie Hicks, producer of the documentary and outreach project, If You Are My Brothers. And welcome to the first If You Are My Brothers podcast. You know, this project started with my fraternity brother, Ralph C.T. Franklin, years ago. And Ralph shared his story with me and other members of my fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha Incorporated. And he was diagnosed with a very aggressive form of prostate cancer. He wanted the brothers of the fraternity to know what was going on with him. And he pretty much stated to us in an email, if you are my brothers, you'll get checked. Before I go into more of the story, let's let's hear Ralph in his own words. I received a customary letter from the insurance company. I looked at the first line of that letter, and it says, uh, we're rejecting your application for life insurance. See enclosed laboratory report. The laboratory report says abnormal PSA 100, probability of malignancy. When I saw probability of malignancy, immediately I knew what it meant, and it was like, what is going on? I had a biopsy. The doctor called me and told me uh, that the result of the biopsy was uh, positive for cancer. I then had to take additional exams. These uh, scans of the body, scans of the bones, etc., etc., for the specific purpose of seeing whether or not that cancer had metastasized. Me and my wife went back to the doctor. He told me that the cancer had metastasized and it was in my lymph nodes. My wife asked him, said, well, what does that mean in terms of life expectancy? He said, perhaps two years. After the doctor informed me of my prognosis, which was terminal illness, 
I said that I was not going to go out without at least informing my fraternity brothers as to what was happening with me. I was not going to be one of these people who would be ill, and the next thing is that the fraternity gets a call and say, guess what, your fraternity brother has died. So you heard Ralph's story, and maybe you've just been diagnosed, or maybe you know somebody who has prostate cancer. Let me say this, first and foremost, that it's going to be okay. Good news is, if caught early, you have a high chance and a very good chance of being cured. But, hey, don't take it from me. Take it from this gentleman. Uh, we have achieved a 99% five-year survival rate. I think if any cancer could be cured, prostate cancer could be one of the first one to be cured. That was Dr. Ting-Ming Chu. You know, I had the honor of interviewing him briefly a few years back. The most important thing to know about Dr. Chu is that he led the research team in the 1970s that resulted in the discovery of prostate-specific antigen, or PSA, and also the development of the PSA test. A lot of you probably are familiar with the PSA test, and I like to call him the father of PSA. Now, during this podcast, you'll see how PSA played an important part in Ralph and I's journey. But, you know, Ralph and I went through a lot, biopsies and seed implants, radiation therapy, surgery, hormone therapy, clinical trials, blood transfusions. But through all of that, we also were connected by brotherhood. But this podcast is more about your journey. And you can expect in future episodes, we'll go over, we'll talk a lot about the innovations in research and treatment. Yeah, we'll talk to the docs. But, you know, one of the main things we really want to do with this podcast is to talk to you, to find out and talk to you about what to expect after treatment from your first day back to years afterwards. We'll interview survivors and partners and family members. Yeah, they'll be the researchers and therapists and docs, but it really is about you. The one thing you are sure to get from this podcast is true transparency, people being real about their fears and challenges and triumphs and faith, courage. We'll talk about what happens when ED and incontinence becomes a side effect of your treatment. How does your partner handle all of these changes? How do you move forward with your life after treatment? Now, don't get me wrong. It's not all doom and gloom. And remember, and I, everyone, and I do mean everyone is different, but the one thing you will learn from this podcast is that regardless of the outcome, there are ways to cope, ways to correct, and more importantly, ways to live a normal life. And get this, at the end of the day, you will hear from me over and over again that it's about life, about living for your family. And what my wife has so accurately coined, it's life over libido. So stay tuned, because if you are my brothers, you're going to want to be a part of this podcast experience. So there you have it. That's that's um, my story. And we're working very hard and with the help of a lot of people. I want to give a shout out to uh, my friend Tom Luce, mm-hmm. who is the producer in residence at Georgia State, also one of the co-executive producers of The Walking Dead yeah. uh, for for many, many years. And we've I've known him through my public TV days, so I want to thank him for his help. And I really would be remiss if I did not say thank you to my dear friend, uh, Randy Goodwater, who uh, yeah, through all this, yeah. you know, Randy shot hours and hours of film for little or nothing. I mean, of course, Randy would say nothing was, was more nothing than, right. than little, but I mean, his dedication to the project uh, was just tremendous because yeah. I didn't have a camera. I didn't, right, 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 right. I didn't know documentary. I didn't really, I mean, I've been in TV, I've yeah, been in radio. Just, and you knew you wanted but, to tell this story, yeah, but you, you know. But I've never done a documentary right, before. Right, right, right. So 
but I think it will definitely make a difference. And shout out to your son, who also. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. you, yeah. You I'm just saying. It. Yeah. And, yeah, been, and you did yeah. a lot. I mean, you logged it. I mean, you have grown up with this thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I've, I've I've gone through all, I want to say all the footage. Yeah. Which is not the easiest thing to do, just because, you know, when you got diagnosed, I was, what, maybe 11, mm-hmm. 10 or 11, 12, maybe, around that Somewhere age. and. There. You know, I think initially, after finding out, there's that that shock and that fear. Oh, your dad has cancer, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, the first thing you think about is, is he going to die? How serious is it? These are, you know, things that are going through my mind. So, just I know that it was a tough experience for you. Something that you have come out of, I think, stronger. And and you, you know, you did what you had to do um, right. in order to get better. And, and to live and yeah. to live yeah. right so you know i'm just i'm just happy in that regard you know what i mean but i have seen a lot of the footage and i've grown up with the project like you said and i see how important this is to you so i want to make sure that any any way that i can help you get this project off the ground and and get it made and and everything i'm i'm here to help so cuz i know how important it is right well i appreciate it because you know it's yeah. it's been a labor of love and dedication and, and and also from from this whole experience it has taught me a lot about prostate cancer and also the informa- a lot of information i need to know about getting checked and i mean i'm not doing that anytime soon but because you had it i know i ha- i'm going to have to get checked probably a little bit earlier than some people yeah you know? yeah in your 40s because Men of color tend to get it yeah. earlier, oftentimes more aggressive. I mean, I was blessed that it was very slow growing and caught it early. And, right. and once you catch, if you catch it early, which it's, is which is why it's so important for those of you listening, for all the men out there that are that listen to this podcast, if you've got or if you have an uncle or a granddad or a father, whomever, yeah. you really need to get and know your your PSA. Yeah. And um, we and we get it. We get it. We know yeah. that that the test isn't or getting checked, your PSA checked isn't the most comfortable experience. Well, actually it's the PSA is just the blood work. Oh, okay, okay. But the DRE Well, yeah. Yeah, the digital we, it, rectal it, exam. Right. The part that <laughs> the part that prevents men from getting checked. Yeah. And and basically discourages that, that, that's them, actually a, a physical uh way of the doc feeling your prostate and right. seeing if there's any roughness which right, 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 right. may say that there's something, you know, may may have right. some indication that there's some issues going on. But no, and and it's always in your physical probably the last thing that the doc will do because, yeah. you know, afterwards you may not want to see the doctor for a <laughs> right. little bit, you know, saying, "Well, doc, I'll see you in a month." Um right. but but it's it's important and even if you you know, the DRE is important, but the PSA knowing that number um, you know, because I was diagnosed with a very low PSA. Mm-hmm. And so, but it had gone up 0.6 from one year to the next. And if you need a biopsy, I know there's a lot of things going out telling men, well, you can watch and wait. You don't have to do this. It's not the kind of cancer you have to really do something about very quickly. And don't, right. oh, but look, it's cancer. And so, yeah. you know, you're going to do something. You got to. Yeah, I'm going to tell you that right now. You got and, to. And so know your number. It's prostate cancer month. Get checked and stay alive. And also, in honor of Chadwick uh, Bozeman, get a colonoscopy. I'm guilty. I, it's time for me to have one. Uh, so I've had a, I've had two or three, but I need to to get one. I've been putting it off. So yeah. for those of you who know you need to get one or have never had one, and you're in your fifties, particularly for for people of color, make the appointment. Okay, just go ahead and make the appointment. You know, 
won't take long. It takes about right. 30, 40 minutes. And, you know, it's kind of important. Like, it's your life. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you know nothing so. nothing too major, just your life. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. you know, do what you got to yeah. do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so that being said, um, on a lighter note. Yeah, um, on a much lighter note. Much lighter note. NBA playoffs going on. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So when when is this going to be over? I mean, because they're playing every other night. Yeah, it's it's going by <clears throat> fast. So probably, what by the end of the month we're talking about the finals? The finals in October, or or maybe mm, finals in October, or or maybe the end of September. No, I would say finals in either end of September, or early October. Yeah. Maybe maybe like early October. Right. Yeah. Because right. they're playing, like I said, every other every other day because they don't have to travel. Right. Which is, I mean, it's convenient for people that watch it. You know what I mean? Except yeah, for the fact that it's going by so fast. So fast. That's yeah. the only that's the only problem. Yeah. But then they got to turn around, I guess. In in a normal year, they would be getting ready. This would be like preseason because they would, they they would actually start the season in October. So I mean, in a normal basketball, right, 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 right. Year. Oh so yeah, I, that's I don't true. Know when that's the true. season will begin? Again. Right. Also, we got the NFL season back. Ah, that's right. And I'm gonna be honest. Here we go again with the Falcons now. <laughs> Here we go again, and you know, I don't. Uh, you know what? I have I have really looked at this COVID season as I'm not as vested in it as I yeah as I thought. And now now I say that, but again, when when it comes on, you're gonna be watching. I, no, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna yeah. watch. Uh, but I, I don't know. And it's it's even like the college like college football. You know, Georgia starts on the 26th. You Go already dogs. had one big development in that the quarterback, Jamie Newman, transferred from, from Wake, Wake Forest, Forest who yeah. was going to probably be the starting quarterback. Yeah, has he opted, opted out, right? Yeah, not to play because of COVID. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And and, and, and this, was my, this was my concern from the beginning. Now, he opted out mm-hmm. prior to playing because of COVID. But again, what happens when you think you're, you're on a championship run and mm-hmm. you're top players test positive mm-hmm. you know then what i mean right. you know you go into a big game against alabama or somebody and you can't play your best players because they're testing positive COVID. I, I just think it's a big it's going to be a big mess yeah but maybe college has already started so it's different than basketball yeah they're they're in a bubble but you know they're on a college campus already there's right. thousands of students that have tested positive so i i, right. I don't know i'm just a little little concern. And actually speaking speaking of football, I saw something that I thought was very interesting that I wanted to get your perspective on. Sure. So thing. you know how Colin Kaepernick hasn't been playing yeah. because of the whole like controversy with him kneeling during the national anthem yeah. and everything and how, you know, before maybe, you know, months ago he was trying out because it seemed like some teams really had some yeah, interest. Yeah, he tried out here. Yeah, yeah, but but they were saying recently that that was all just a farce and like they're really not nobody's really trying to sign Colin Kaepernick, right? What's crazy is Madden 21, mm-hmm. he's in the game. Oh, wow. As a free agent. So wow. you can play as Colin Kaepernick, and this is the first time he's been in Madden since 2016. Wow. Right, so... Well, it's a statement, right? I, I mean, think so. Yeah, I, it's, it's a statement yeah. that, that everybody now, it's like everybody's trying to do whatever they can to make a, a statement. But that's interesting. I yeah, think I just that, think it's crazy that they put him in Madden, but yeah. he's nobody's going right, to sign right. him. You know what I mean? I didn't right. think that they would do something like that. Well, I can see. I can see why. I mean, because... Yeah. It's a business, and what what we're seeing now is a lot of corporations trying to make inroads and to right. show that they are sensitive to Black Lives Matter. They're sensitive to, and even 
even the league, which is, you know, it's just so crazy that the thing that Colin Kaepernick did and how he protested now is like this being embraced. Yeah, it's like a you movement. Know? Yeah, Right. I mean, since since uh, George Floyd and, and, mm-hmm. and, and everything going on now, I mean, you look at the basketball, you know, you yeah. look at the bubble and it's Black Lives Matter everywhere. Yeah. Even even I just saw you something know? else since you're talking about that. I saw something else interesting, you know, because we got the, the U.S. Open when tennis is back. Yeah. And shout out to Serena. I got to uh, watch her play a little bit. Uh, but also Naomi Osaka. Right. You know, who is on the come up. You know, she's a young rising star yeah, yeah. In, in the world of tennis. She's been wearing uh, masks with names on them, like George Floyd, uh, Breonna Taylor, wow. a different mask right. every day. Wow. Right. And so I just think I love how athletes are using their platform. And of course, what they're doing in the NBA bubble, like that's huge. Oh, well, yeah. Well, they canceled games. Yeah. Right. They, was, you know, the was, protests and right. everything and, and uh, with the Bucks not playing and, and stuff. So I, I love that athletes are using their platform to speak on racial injustice and, and that sort of thing. But I think it's just crazy that Colin Kaepernick still hasn't gotten signed. And, and yeah. from the video that I saw, when he was trying out, he was he looks good. Like he's been working well, out and stuff. Yeah, so. he's he's better than some of these backup quarterbacks. And who, for sure. And, and and who knows that once the season gets started and people get the ranks get a little thin, that uh, maybe they will call him up because I think that that conversation will happen again once the season starts. You think what so? About, oh yeah. What about Colin Kaepernick? A lot of times when when people take stances on things, they are looked upon as being villains. And but you know, Colin Kaepernick really started a movement in sports. Now, what Colin Kaepernick did doesn't seem to. It never seemed to be an issue with me. Of course not. But I think now it's definitely more mainstream. And so yeah. hopefully this will continue. You okay? <clears throat> Yeah, I'm okay. Uh oh. So no, I just had to clear my throat real quick. You sure? Go. Yeah, I'm. I'm okay. Question mark. I'm. I'm good. Don't worry. Okay. I'm just checking. Uh. Yeah. No, it's okay. Are we six feet? Let me. Let me get a ruler here. Almost. I guess. Oh, trust me. If I got it, you. You definitely got it. I know. Yeah. That, well, that's that's really reassuring. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know. <laughs> if you're asymptomatic, you know. It's okay. Three I'm negatives. Be, yeah. So okay. that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. But yeah. So. So that's um that's interesting. Almost as interesting as. What I've been watching. What have you been watching? Because I know you've been waiting to. I've been to waiting to get to this. this. Yeah. Yeah. See, looking at our time. Yeah, I've been waiting to really talk about all the things. I don't know why I've watched so much because, like, I haven't mm-hmm. really had time to watch a whole lot of things. But anyway, you know, all the sci-fi stuff's coming out now. Everybody's trying to get to Mars. I don't know what it is about, like Mars. I mean. Every, the moon and Mars, the moon and Mars. It's been a lot of yeah, series. Y'all can't, y'all can't pick a different planet. Uh, well, it's the closest planet. You know, that's the next one that with our space force and Trump, we're going to the moon again, and then from the moon, we're going to Mars. But you know what happens a lot of times, right? And you know, fiction is close to reality or whatever. Yeah, whatever they say. I don't yeah, know. you know, they're saying that there could be life on Mars and in water. I mean, yeah, well, not, well, as life, opposed to like, like other planets yeah. in our solar system. So I yeah. get it, but you know. But I'm watching Away with uh, Hillary Swank. And that's on Netflix, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. It just came out. So okay. I watched, and your mom even started watching with me, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, because, you know, she's not the biggest sci-fi no. fan. But, but you know what? It's really 30% sci-fi and 70% soap opera. Drama. I mean, yeah, I was going to Because every one of these, you know, you have like the... The rebel teenager, and and then you've got the commander, and 
you know, it's it's just the interaction of the family and the husband right. and all of that. But I will say it was it was pretty well done. They made it to Mars. Oh, I did. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to give away the ending, but um, it yeah. is it is a good it is it is a good, uh, good way to good spoil story. that. But for but the audience. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is kind of like two degrees of you know how motion pictures kind of connect like people like three to six degrees of separation. And I thought about it. So I'm watching Away with Hilary Swank, right? Mm-hmm. She was on one of my favorite sci-fi movies called The Core, right? She was where they go into the core of the planet, right? Okay. You know, to get the I don't know. Going. I don't know the movie. You but ever seen the movie? No. I, oh, anyway. No. But. Anyway, uh, Delroy uh, Lindo, who plays in a movie I just watched, is a scientist in this particular movie with Hilary Swank in okay. Core. But, you know, Delroy, he... Um, plays in The Five Bloods. Okay. Uh a Spike Lee joint with uh Chadwick Boseman. I think that might have been his last his last film. Mm. And it was eerie. Probably. It was eerie to see him in there because you know he's playing someone who has died in in war. Yikes. And and, and it's a flashback. Right. Thing. And and that first scene was was really you know Heavy. as well they talk about it. You know, it's like the oh, four wow. guys going back to find this gold that they buried and also to find the remains of, you know, their fellow comrade who was Chadwick Boseman, uh, the, the character in the movie. And as they come together in Vietnam, they, you know, reminisce about it. Yeah. And, and that was just. Because he's actually gone. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and they said that it was, and people said it's, it's very hard to watch at first. Mm. Just that one scene really brought home uh, the fact that, you know, this great actor was no longer with us. But right. it was a good movie. Uh, shout out to Spike Lee, who I see from now, every now and then over at Clark Atlanta University. Cool. Where he learned, you know, filmmaking from your mentor. Yeah, Dr. E. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, okay, so you've been you've been watching that. The only thing I've yeah. been watching recently is well, I'm still rewatching Game of Thrones. I'm on season seven. It's a, it's a long journey. Again, yeah, to rewatch like that show. Months. But now The Boys on Amazon Prime is back, season two. Okay. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's I a good could, show. It's I, a good just show. Just from the trail, I could see it. Was, it's a lot going on. Yeah. It's it's very heavy in some instances, um, but it's really good. So I'm glad that there's a new show out that I can finally watch. I've been waiting because I've been rewatching things. So Yeah. And I started watching. Um, Thanks to you, HBO Max. Um, oh, yeah. Raised by Wolves. Yeah, let me tell you something, guys. You know, let me tell you when you know <laughs> things have changed when you are an adult is when you are no longer on your parents' streaming services. It's when they ask you, hey, what's the password and username for the streaming service that you have, that you pay for yourself? So my father is now on my HBO Max. And for those of you who know how much HBO Max costs, I think I think for him being my father for 24 years, this is a fair trade, I think, in my eyes. Yeah, the amount that I yeah. pay. Yeah, and the fact that you're on our Netflix, Amazon Prime, and... Listen, you don't got to do all that, okay? You ain't got to <laughs> okay. throw that out there. All right, okay. All right? Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Okay, fine. You know? That's fair enough, yes. I yeah. still use... The family Netflix and Amazon Prime. Is there another one that you're on? Disney. No, I don't have that anymore. Oh. I was never on your Disney. I was on my own. But, but you then... can be on Disney because Disney comes with the cable oh. service. Well, so yeah. Anyway. I mean, like I've seen Along Hamilton, the Hamilton enough times. So yeah. if I really want to see something, you know, I'm a firm believer in only having, again, only having the streaming service for when you want to watch a particular show because it just keeps you from having to pay for it. And then when something comes up, boop. Okay, I'll get this. Like power 
the spinoff for not spinoff, but you know the next yeah. part of Power, which is a spinoff. It's right? Yeah. Spin-off. Okay. Yeah. True. You know, when Stars came out on Sunday, so I'm thinking about maybe getting that to to watch it. But I think I'm gonna wait a little bit because I don't know how well it's gonna carry with not having all of the main cast back. Well, speaking of the main cast, shout out to Omari Hardwick. Oh yeah, homeboy and Alpha. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Also pledged that. At my chapter. Yeah. Yeah. University of Georgia, Zeta Pi. And shout out to Joseph Sikora, who plays Tommy, who who I've met. Met, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, working on- Yeah, uh, he tweeted, listen, when when he responded to my tweet, um, after meeting him, that was way too cool. Oh, yeah. Because he was on Ozark. Ozark. Season three. Yeah. Yeah. See, again- Degrees of separation. Yeah, there right? we go. You yeah, know? yeah, for for power. Way to and way to bring it full circle. I, I know. Yeah. So, so I know Amari's mother, and and I grew up with the family, and we just know people, know. guys. Like, don't well, maybe listen. we can get him on. He and his mom, because that'd he's be a, cool. He's, he's sort of a well, yeah. If he's not too busy, yeah, he's a millennial. I think maybe a little older. Um, I don't know how old he it is. It doesn't matter. We'd love to have him. Yeah, on. yeah. I mean, yeah. like, who wouldn't listen to that? You know, <laughs> what I'm saying so. You pull some strings. Give us give us some time, folks. Give right. Yeah, we're working on it. And um, you've been reading something else too, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because we normally talk about shows, but also if you're yeah, yeah, something. yeah, yeah, books and yeah, yeah. I picked up a book your mom had in school. It's a little old, but it really is relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Not your mom, but the book. No, I understand. <laughs> I- <laughs> She's not going to like that very much. No, no. And you can't take it out because it's funny. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to leave it in there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she won't hear She'll it. be okay. Yeah, she'll be all right. But, yeah, I'm reading a book called Hidden Costs of Being African-American by Thomas Shapiro. Sounds like a good book. Well, you know, it is. Also in sounds a way, like an old book. It, it, well, it's, it's a little dated, you know, by some years. But the message is still the same. The um, It's written like a textbook, kind of. Mm. A lot of case studies and stuff. But the bottom line is, and I just read this the other day, that when you look at what he calls transformative assets, you know, like what you inherit and stuff like that, like being white. Long story short is that because of all the things that keep us from from being equal in in housing and stuff like that, that being black costs about $130-something thousand dollars. Mm. All right? That's what it costs you being black in America. And I'm sure that cost has gone up. I'm sure oh, that yeah, has probably. increased over the last 10 For years. Because sure. this book's about 10 years old. But anyway. Oh, okay, that's not too old. I'm thinking. Yeah. No, it's not like 30, 30 40. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay, okay. But But again, I just picked it up. Um, I said, hey, you know, yeah. let me, because of all the things that are going on, it really is relevant for yeah. us to kind of look at. Well, I would say that you have a more appropriate read for the times that we're in. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's, yeah. it, but it's, uh, I'm telling it's you, heavy. Man, it, it's, it's, it's hard to, to read sometimes. Well, it, it's disappointing. It, it's like, yeah. you know, you work and you work and you work and you try to achieve what they call the American dream and you want to pass stuff on like to you and, mm-hmm. and do you want to pass stuff on to your children down right. the And And it's just, it's just difficult that yeah. we, we are, as your mom would say, we're on, first base and everybody else you know they're sliding in the home and there are things that are systematic to racism that keep us from right being on equal ground that that's just just the disappointing frustrating part yeah. of it i get know? it but also um i i i haven't been reading reading I guess you could say, but I have been listening <laughs> what do you to call it I've been listening oh. to the audiobook oh, for okay. for midnight sun okay still I don't know if I mentioned that last episode yeah. or not. Did I? No, no, you didn't mention the episode, but you mentioned how you got it. 
Oh, On yeah, YouTube? yeah. No, 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 no. I so I had to end up getting it because it just they kept taking it on and off of yeah, YouTube because infringement, Copyright right, right, infringement. <laughs> exactly. Your favorite word, exactly. That's why. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm man. First of all, it's a long book. It's like 29 chapters, but like listening, it's like 24 hours. So if you like, you could finish it in the day, but you would literally for 24 hours straight be listening to it. Yeah, book. yeah, yeah. Because most so, audio books like seven hours. Yeah. So this one, well, this one's apparently the the unabridged version. Oh yeah, well. So yeah. you know, but I'm I'm down to like six hours left, maybe six and a half or so. Okay. So I'm on chapter like 21, yeah. and there's 29 chapters. So it's it's heating up. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm well, I love audio books, and we used yeah. to, you know, when you were in in school up in Philadelphia, you know, we would drive. Yeah, you got such a long distance to drive. Yeah. You might as well yeah. listen to an audio book. You know, James Patterson. Yeah. We did all of the uh, the Murder Club. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Murder Club mm-hmm. mysteries. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So we would, you know, it was uh, one through. Oh man, when you were in school, we went through one through like twelve or fifteen. Yeah. I well, mean, you, that is you took that twenty of them. You took that many trips, so yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, but I like uh, James Patterson because he has like a hundred and one chapters, but each chapter each is like, like super short, like two pages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel mad accomplished when you <laughs> finish like, a chapter. Right. Chapter seventy two. I was like, oh man, I'm really getting through right? this thing, right? <laughs> I only have 40 more chapters to go. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so I, I would say that a lot going on, reading, that's a good thing. Reading is fundamental. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a little different than, like, actually reading the physical book. But yeah. it's cool because I can do other things while while listening at the same time. Right. You know, right. if I go if I'm driving somewhere, washing the dishes or whatever, I can listen to it all at the same time. But, yeah, we talked about a lot today. Yeah, yeah. I really, you know, I, I got a lot from talking about, you know, relationships and stuff like that so we we'll have to oh, yeah. do more of that not not yeah not no no, no not necessarily s- my situation no, not, but yeah not, yeah but down yeah. the road as we continue our, our podcast yeah. we we just really thank everybody um i got a text from somebody the other day yeah. um i've been putting more people on to the podcast yeah, too so good, you know good. we got some some more subscribers yeah. some more listeners so shout out to all you guys out there yeah i like how people you know say they you know ride their bike or while they're cleaning up and they listen and, yeah and so we that's we what we like to hear that. Yeah, we really do. And again, I continue to work on the website, so just bear with me. Yeah, we are on social media. That's facts. Um, so, and you can get us wherever you enjoy your podcast. Uh, we are everywhere: Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, even Alexa. You can ask for uh, Alexa to play. She Boom. just she just lit up. By oh the way. wow! Yeah, you got to be careful. Out I here. know, right? They're always listening. I know. You can ask her to play Boomer and the Millennial, and but you. Just say Reggie and Armandi. Yeah, but I think it's kind of cool that like if you throw our names in there, like yeah, Alexa will will play it. Yeah, so that's uh, as yeah. I'm over here glancing to make sure I know she, she doesn't, doesn't light up. Right. right. <laughs> you know they've been having stories about about oh, her like listening to certain things you'd be saying in your house. So I be know. careful. You know, know what I'm saying? So no. please, please listen, subscribe, and give us you know shout out Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, just, and that's all like in the description as well. So we want to hear from you. We want your feedback? Help us to make the show better that you'd want to continue to listen. Right. You know, that's what it's all about. Right. And we enjoy doing it. And we kind of bond, you know, a little bit. Yeah, no, it's fun. This, this is fun. We sit yeah. down and we map out what we're going to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're getting better at it. You know. Being yeah, more more yeah. consistent and right. stuff. And Armandi's getting good at editing, so a lot of stuff you don't hear is because he's yeah, because I'm taking it out, guys. Right. Like, taking it out. We don't want to waste your time. Sometimes you got to do it, you know. Sometimes I, you got to do it. And being a boomer in this, I can go on and on and on. So yeah, as can I. I talk a lot, and people who know me listening yeah. to this podcast know. But they don't see you when as I go, and you're like 
making faces. Like, yeah, oh, trying to hurry you along. Okay, boomer. Okay, yeah. boomer. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, they're probably doing it. At, like all the millennials that are listening are probably yeah. doing it in their heads. Yeah, probably. So you're welcome, Cause, guys. Because we like to. But you know what? He makes me sound good because he'll cut a lot of this stuff out where I ramble. That's okay. But that's I a do boomer it too. Thing. So it's all good. And also, again, guys, like we said before, um, earlier in the in the episode, go out and vote. Yes. Please. Yeah. And we're going to keep telling you guys, like, until the elections that are going on are over, so, because it's it's so important. So, yeah. You all right? Yeah. What happened? I just, I just remember we got a, I got a dentist appointment tomorrow. Oh, yeah. yeah that's fun, right. fun. Yes. I hate the dentist, guys. Pray so for much, me. So much for that. Yeah. And our dentist is so gentle. So gentle. <laughs> the gentle dentist. Yeah. That's not it's like you feel nothing. Yo, that's not you not feel no pain whatsoever <laughs> at all. No roughness. Yeah, this is hope he did not subscribe to the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, I'm just saying how gentle, gentle of a, is, a dentist yes, he is. Yes, yes. Um, well, I'll be there with you guys. I don't have oh. no point. Well, that just makes me feel so yeah, much better. I'll be there. You and your mom vote. Yeah. But anyway, reach out to us. Please vote and register to vote if you have not registered. I think there's still time for you to register, um, if I'm not mistaken. And then make sure you check on the ways to vote, mail-in, uh, early voting, whatever. Got to get out, and we've got to vote yeah. because we got to do it. we got to get Agent Orange out of here, boy. <laughs> you know. At the end of every episode, yeah. we gotta let we gotta let you guys know. And also for all the guys out there, know your PSA. Yeah, that is important. You know, get tested. Uh, make sure you stay on top of that. Get a colonoscopy for everybody. Be safe. And all that jazz. And remember, it's still a pandemic going on, so uh, right. wear your mask. Wear your mask. Six feet apart. Six feet apart. You got it. Stay safe out here, guys. Well, uh, I think that's it for the episode. Yeah, I'm saying. See you next time. Uh, I'm Reggie the Boomer, and I'm Armando Millennial. And we're out. Uh, yeah, we peace, guys. I always say peace at the end. All right, well, we out. <laughs>